This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to disseminating the Torah and Mesorah of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansi and his Rabbeim. Please consider donating at eshelpublications.com to help us continue our mission. Okay, um, David, uh, good evening. I, I know some of you, many of you, I don't know what the uh, upon him. Um, it's uh, good to be together. Um, I, I think every every Tkufa has its opportunities. This is um, a very unusual Tkufa, um, and definitely it has how it, it needs, it should be used, and the many aspects of it. And I'd like to, um, in line with Matan Torah, speak about a particular angle that I think is something we could all um, use some, some chizuk in and so on. I, I, I want to start by explaining a concept, and we'll work from there. We, in Rosh Hashanah and Musaf, we speak about Matan Torah, and we describe Atunik Leisa and the whole, the whole beauty, the whole majesty of Matan Torah. And, and it says uh, everything, the world trembled and so on. When you revealed yourself on our Sinai, you came, you revealed yourself to teach Torah and mitzvahs. What does that mean? I, I mean, it, 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 from Bracious until Dvarim, until Enikal Yisrael, is a combination of Musa Halacha, Darche Hashem, and everything. What does it mean, Torah and mitzvahs? Um, it, it's mitzvahs is an integral part of Torah. What, what, what's the other part of Torah? So it should say, Mela, when, when you speak, when you say somebody's going to say a drasha Shabbos Agadol, you say he's going to speak halacha and agada. He's going to dash halacha and agada. So those are two things. But what's Torah and mitzvahs? You don't say he's going to speak Torah and halacha. They're not. So. I understand when we speak about a person does many mitzvahs and studies much Torah, one is action, one is study. So when I say this is a Yid who's Isaac and Torah and does a lot of mitzvahs, I understand that, that dichotomy. But HaKadosh Baruch came down to Har Sinai to teach us Torah and mitzvahs. What does that mean? A Torah is, is, is a whole package. This is what Hashem said. This is what happened. This is what Hashem did. This is what you should do. I, I mean, it, it's not, it doesn't, doesn't, it's it really, really very hard to understand what it means. The um, Avudraham is a Rishon um, and a classic, and he has a, uh, a safer, a Pirish on Tefillah, very, very posh at Pirish. In other words, what he does most of the time is bring Psukim that, the tefillah is based off um, because the tefillah made is based off sukin. So by seeing the pasik that the idea comes from, it's very helpful in, in getting a sense of it. So let's see what he says. It says a pasik in Nehemia. He found a pasik in Nehemia. It says, You came down at Har Sinai. And you spoke mina Um Where does that um, help us at all in in explaining anything? Well, what does that do with anything? That was Har Sinai is a pasuk in Shmois. You don't have to run to Nehemia 
to, to, to find me this Pasik. Um, and there's nothing there but Torah mitzvahs. So that's, that's a very, very straightforward statement. What, what, I mean, what does it have to do with, with, with us? What's the cash? That's, um, that's the problem. That's the issue. In other words, what we're trying to address is get a sense of what are the two parts of Torah that we call Torah and mitzvah. So I want to, um, I, I, I want to uh, use um, something that the Rizal says. It's not a very Kabbalistic, it's not a Kabbalistic Rizal. It's, um, it's, it's fairly understandable. It's, it's something that we could understand. Um, it's, it's in a Sefer of his called Sefer Likutim, which he has Pirushim and Psukim. And most of it is Kabbalistic or whatever it is, but he has the following Pirush. It says, Kol HaMitzvah Asha Nochi Mitzavcha Hayom Tishmerun Leman You should keep the entire mitzvah, all the mitzvah that I'm telling you today, so in order that you live. So the Rizal says a pshat in this Pasek. And I'll say over more or less what he says, maybe a little bit, um, just give it some more body, but, but, but the, he, he basically says the idea. If we're to ask ourselves, what is a mitzvah? What is a mitzvah? So, um, a mitzvah is something Hashem told us what to do. No. Anything important in this world consists of a double-layered being, which means a guf and an ishama. A human being is the, the, the person in this world that's a tachas of the bria, and it's an ishama in a guf. One without the other is not um, of any value and maybe even counterproductive. Uh, Reb Chaim Shalabitz used to say that Neshama is very, very holy, but when it doesn't have a body, it's a mazikin. It says that the mazikin, the shadim, were, were, were the Neshamas left without bodies. Um, so a, a human being is a, a body with a soul together as one unit, that's a person. The world of mitzvahs is the neshama, which is the idea, the ideal that Hashem has in mind, and the way in which it presents itself in this world. So every mitzvah is also um, a, a being not unlike a human being. It has a neshama and it has a guf. The neshama is something that is both the, the chachma, in other words, how, what, when, where, why, and, and the ideal behind it. So for instance, um, if, if the, if the um, marriage is done with, a pruta, and you give a ring, and you say, that's the guf, the neshama of it is the, the union of two people and, and everything that goes into that. So mitzvahs should not be understood as being um, things what we should do. 
that's, that's a very bad definition of a mitzvah. A mitzvah is something that is the physical expression of a divine ideal. That's what a mitzvah is. The, um, and therefore, the, the Rizal says, the Pasuk is, the emphasis of the Pasuk is, kol you should be careful to do not all the mitzvahs, but the entire mitzvah, the entire T of a mitzvah. And therefore, if a person does mitzvahs that are just the hands and the feet of the mitzvah, but doesn't relate to the neshama of the mitzvah, then he doesn't have this special bracha. Leman man tichyun. In, for you to live, you need a guf and a neshama. For the mitzvah to give you chiyos, the mitzvah needs to have a guf and a neshama. And therefore, if a person doesn't do the entire mitzvah, he doesn't do a mitzvah with, with its understanding and feeling, then it's not kol mitzvah. And therefore, the person needs to have kol ha-mitzvah in, or, in order to be yaitzi that. Um, Shapiro used to, a lot of times, um, used to speak about the Loshna Rambam in Seifa Mitzvahs. It's something that we're not used to because we, we don't, we're not Hebrew speakers. But if you think about it in Hebrew, it goes like this. Um, a mitzvah as a noun is kind of lame. A tzivui is, is, is the right word for it. You know, there's tzivuyim, there's tzav, tzivui. Um, and, and, and in Seifa Mitzvahs, the Roshna Rambam is consistent. Mitzvah hey, mitzvah vav, hu hatzivui asha tzivanu. What does it mean? The mitzvah is the tzivui that he told us. Why don't you just say, hatzivui asha tzivanu is this, or say hamitzvah is What does it mean, hamitzvah, hu hatzivui asha tzivanu? That's the stack nusach of, of, the, of the Rambam and Sefer Mitzvahs. So I think what Ramesha would say, uh, again, I'm paraphrasing it, I'm putting in my own words, but I think this, is, this was the intent. Um, a mitzvah is not just the tzivui. If I tell, some, if I tell somebody, Yankel, bring me this. So all that's relevant to him is the act. So this person is, is the fellow that's supposed to pick up the stuff. I tell him, Yankel, bring me this. So Yankel brings me this. I mean, that, that's, that's what it's about. As far as he's concerned, nothing else is important. Just to do what he's supposed to do. That's not a mitzvah. A mitzvah is a unit that contains in itself um, the content and, and ideals of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, dressed in a way that we can physically connect to it and accomplish it and do it. So the mitzvah is that which Hashem told us to do this and this. That's the way he would learn it. There's a very interesting Balatanya. Balatanya says in, um, I think it's Pasha Shlach, towards the end. From, he says a, a very interesting point. He says that, um, it says in the Zohar, that the sticks that, that um, Yaakov Avinu peeled to put down so that the, the, the you know when the sheep would drink they would they would 
take on the, the coloring and so on, that was like tefillin, you know, because it sort of looks like a strap coming round. So he asks, I, I mean, it's the furthest thing from tefillin you could imagine. What does it mean it's like tefillin? Even, even a reformed Jew couldn't think that that works like tefillin. It has no shadows with tefillin. Well, what, does it, what does it mean? So he says, the world of mitzvahs, the etzim, has in itself the abstract um, content, and that could have been given to us in many formats. It can take on many formats. It's like when I say I want a house. Well, a house can take on many physical, it could be long, short, red, white, blue, it could be anything. So the world of mitzvahs, a mitzad, it's atzmias, mitzad, what it is, could have been many things, and it's abstract. Big people like Yaakov Avinu knew how to give it some sort of um, embodiment, so, some, some how to express it. And it was valid until HaKadosh Baruch came along and said, this is going to be its format. So if if so, whatever the pshat is, whatever the pshat is, and how the stick means it, but it be, it was tefillin for Yaakov Avinu because Yaakov at Yaakov's time it could take on many different forms. It's like when you ask somebody, "What's two and two equals four? It could be two pieces of cake and two pieces of cake equals four pieces of cake. It could be two racks and two racks. It could be many things." So the world of mitzvahs. Is, is the world of those units that contain both. Um, I, I want to go back again to, 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 the, to, the, to the, what we say in the evening, that in the Abudram. We say, You came down to teach us Torah and mitzvahs. Torah and mitzvahs are the package of the ideal and the, 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 and, and the expression of the ideal. When we're talking about Torah and mitzvahs in this way, that's what it means. It means, so, so the Torah that we are taught at Sinai contains two layers. It contains the understanding of What's the idea that Kachbrochel wants? And how does one um, realize it? How does one actualize it? And I think that that's the Pasuk that Vodrom brings. What does it mean that Kachbrochel came down on Sinai and he spoke to us from Shemayim? What does that mean? So um, it's... it's so, so, Let's use a, a kind of muscle for it. Uh, imagine you have this extraordinary, brilliant uh, professor, um, and he explains to you some deep, deep concepts in quantum physics, and explains it to you in a language that's that's quite uh, intelligible to you. It's something that you 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 understand. So, I would characterize it and say he took ideas that are really beyond, and. He brought them down to earth. That's exactly how I would describe it. That's the Pasik. What does it mean that came down on Sinai and spoke with Shemayim? I don't sense something. If he's on Sinai, so why is he speaking with Shemayim? The answer is he came down on Sinai means 
there was a physical mitzias to Torah. Tzitzis are tzitzis, tefillin is tefillin, lulav is a lulav, but the diburim came min So in every single dibur, I can understand and I hear an echo in the dibur of, of, of making a sukkah, I hear something deeper and still something deeper and still something deeper. So in this combination, and that's what's unique in Nehemia, HaKadosh Baruch came on Sinai and spoke with Neshamayim. That's where he sees that HaKadosh Baruch gave us Torah and mitzvahs. Torah are the diburim that come from Shemayim, and mitzvahs are the physical pieces that landed on Har Sinai. Har Sinai is the makam where it took on a very, very specific physical mitzvah, and it, it came from before. This is the Rambam in, in, in Pirsham Mishnayis, famous Rambam, says the following. He says that even though Bar, even though some of the mitzvahs, quite a few of the mitzvahs, we have from before, um, we have it. We, we, we have those mitzvahs, Avram Avinu Admila, Gidad Nasher Bayakov, and so on. Those mitzvahs became the mitzvahs we have are only from Har Sinai. He speaks about that in the, the Mishnah, what's going, what Benachas Chayim, and so on. But the point of it is. The actual, even though we kept mitzvahs before, but they were just um, one of many ways to to bring out a point. As a navi, the people who 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 um, the people who did these mitzvahs, Avram and Yitzchak and Yaakov, they were very big people, and they understood Hashem's rotzen, and they understood Hashem's chachma, but there was no definitive. Um, Package no definitive maisa, um, which would which which would say this is the way to represent it. So even if they are the same, they cannot be what's used as as mitzvahs, and therefore the mitzvahs, the world of mitzvahs is given from Sinai. So from Sinai, Torah mitzvahs are given are, are given to us together. I want to try a little bit to speak about the balance between the two and, and understand um, why the balance is very critical. I think this is something that would have for us a lot of meaning. Um, so, so in every mitzvah, we have the kolha mitzvah, going back to the, to the Arizal, the kolha mitzvah includes both the nesham of the mitzvah and the physical expression thereof. What is, so, so, so let's understand what happens if we tilt it one way or the other way. If you have a, a guf without a neshama, in other words, you do the act, but you don't have any real understanding of it, if you, or no, or, or very little feeling. So when it's an extreme, like in halacha, if it's, it's called a misasik, where, where, where there was zero in terms of understanding or knowledge, a person was eating matzah one evening, this guy doesn't have no idea about anything, and somebody comes and gives him a slap on the shoulder and says, hey, you're doing a great mitzvah tonight. It's Pesach, I'm supposed to eat matzah. The guy says, huh? He wasn't the kind of mitzvah. Um, a guy hears a concert and someone says, you know, 
one of the guys, one of the pieces there is a chauffeur, and you just heard to get a chauffeur, you're not Yotze. So that's an extreme where it has zero in terms of content and in terms of um, feeling in it. Um, but it, it, it def- but, but um, definitely, if we don't have that, the results point is specifically about that. If you do the Maisa Mitzvah with an, a rudimentary amount of Kavana, but not much more than that, the Mitzvah is not alive. Kola Mitzvah is, is something which um, means you need to see the Mitzvah as a big entity. In Chassidish parlance, they used to call a Mace Mitzvah a Mitzvah that's dead. That was a Mace Mitzvah. So you did it, but no feeling, no understanding, no life. You did it, the guy said, shake it this way, shake it this way, shake it that way, fine. The opposite is also a problem. Um, the, 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 the morale says, it says, if somebody's oiches sefer arum, nikva b'loise mitzvah. Um, if a person um, holds on a sefer Torah with his naked hands, you know, doesn't hold it with a mantle, so it's a big, it's an avera, and he's nikva arum b'loise mitzvah. So we understand it, the Gemara, asks, the Gemara says he's Nikva Aram, he's buried naked. The says, no such thing. But it says it means naked without that mitzvah. So, so the obvious question is, um, every mitzvah, if a person doesn't blow shayfa, so, so he does not do a mitzvah shayfa, what does it mean he's buried naked without this mitzvah? It, it, if you don't do a mitzvah, you, you, then you don't have the mitzvah. Besides, it's just more of an avera than, than a lack of mitzvah. Um, so we understand the Pashta chat of not touching a Sefer Torah naked is a lack of covet. Sefer Torah is very holy, and to touch it with your bare hands is kind of pressed, you know, and you, you, you take a, you know, when you kiss Sefer Torah, you kiss with tzitzis, with a gartel, and so on. There's another, one, and this is the morale gives, to try and to live just on the ideas and ideals and feelings and so on without holding it in some sort of practical, physical vessel is, 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 an, is wrong to the Torah. The Torah is not meant to stay as an idea in this world. It can't survive as an idea in this world. Just like an Hisham in this world doesn't survive without a body, and worse than that, um, it becomes a mazik. So a person, Lamashal, who's has big thoughts. His, his, his mind is in higher Kabbalistic spheres and, and his emotions are higher and higher and still higher. But in the practical world of, uh, of mitzvahs, he's holding on to Sefer Torah naked. That's a problem. It's a bizarre because Torah needs to express itself. And if it's not expressing, the shamas in this world need to express themselves. And that's why we hold life so dear and we fight for life because the neshama realizes itself only through the world of mitzvahs. There's no other way for, for neshama to realize itself. So all the feelings and so on don't do it. So we have here um, a very delicate balance. And the truth is, <clears throat> um, this was behind the tension of chassidim and misnagdim. Um, the, the, you know, if you look at this firm, the back and forth polemics, it, it, it was a certain tension. The, the Hasidim felt 
that by the misnagdim it had become just um, physical bodies, lack of neshama. The nefesh achayim's points against chesidim is it's got a lot of soul but no body, and in either case you're dead. Whether your body lost the soul or the soul lost the body, it's 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 only a question of semantics. Either either of the two is the same is is, is the same result. Uh, neshamas don't live without bodies. Bodies don't live without neshamas. A living being is a fusion of both together. That is um, the world of Torah mitzvahs. I want I want to um, I, I I want to think a little bit about this in light of our tukufa. Um, you know the, the level of activity that our tukufa allows is incredible. Um, with with the with the multitasking with the hundred things happening at one time with, with being able to 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 do so many things it, 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 arguably the level of activity that we can be engaged in at any one time is today is is incredible um so maybe maybe not it, it's resulted in some increase in productivity but it comes at an expense you can't put yourself into something, not emotionally, not even in the world of machshava, because there's just too much going on. The 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 um, the 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 the, um, the menuchas hanefesh that's needed to be able to 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 have that type of thought. Um, process reflection process is is just as allow for it. So we we've increased bodies with a great uh, uh, you know we, we can be doing so much more than than we used to be able to do, but with so much less investment of feeling and and thought about it. So. That's a that's a trade off that that is not um, it, it, it you know as as we're putting more goof instead of neshama we're not getting more of a live person Um it's a tkufa this is a tkufa that has forced everybody into some level of drawing back even if you work with a computer and even if you zoom and even if you do this it's still not the same and and there's a lot lot more not to speak of shabbos and yomtiv. When um, you, there's just uh, you have to just sit, and you know everyone has their stronger points and weaker points, but in general, I think as a society we've become very goal oriented, doing focus, which is very good as opposed to not doing, but it's lacking in kol mitzvah. I think that kufa has forced it's it's forced me. Um, you know, so yes, I do. You know, we shiva. We we have a Zoom yeshiva, and and I do do a few shirim a day and learn chavrusas. There's still a lot more time and a lot less that I'm doing, and it comes Shabbos and Yantiv, um, when I, you know, and and I need to think, I need to ponder, I need to reflect, I need to feel. It, it, those are all things. Um, I once read. I don't remember. I, I remember who it was. It, it was uh, Dr. Tversky, Dr. Von Tversky, 
um, in one of his books, I just picked it off and I saw it and it just struck me. He, he, he suffered on his, he had some problems with his back or something and he had to go to, I think it was in Arkansas where they have the hot springs. And he was laying in one of them and the doctor said, now sit here for a half hour, you know, no distractions and kind of uh, relax. And, and he, he, he didn't know what to do with himself. And he said it was the first time he realized that, that he doesn't have yet an inner world that he can reflect on. It's like, if I'm not doing anything, then, then I feel uh, I'm not existing. I think that Kufa is forced in many ways. It's, it's forced us to be more with ourselves. It's forced us to ask ourselves, what are our thoughts? What are our feelings? Um, what deeper sense can, can we revisit uh, 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 things that we've done day in, day out? and gain a different sense of it, different appreciation of it, different feeling. It's not only about what you do, it's, it's how much of you there is in what you do. Um, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's not easy to go for many reasons, but I, I, I'm not aware of any in the VM, so I don't know who can say why we have this kufa, but I do know personally, one of the things that this kufa has forced me to do is do a lot more thinking, a lot more pondering. And I think it's a, it's a counterbalance that the shleimus um, of a person is the right balance. HaKadosh Baruch came down to Har Sinai. The event in Har Sinai was unique because it happened on Har Sinai and the voice came from Shemayim. It was the first time we got a package deal. Torah mitzvahs is a package deal. It's, it's a package of um, a, a divine understanding and human implementation. Together, perfectly aligned, is what Tehran and Mitzvahs are. And if this forces us to realign ourselves a bit and to gain some of that, then I think it'll be one of the things that we may come out with some gain out of this difficult kufa.